Interwomic Ministries presents part six in Grace, the Power of the Gospel, a six-part series. This teaching by Andrew is titled, Living in the Spirit. We pray that the Word of God will come alive in your heart as you listen. Today I'm into my sixth teaching, going verse by verse through the book of Romans. And I tell you, this has been awesome. I am actually rushing through this. Some of you may not think so, but honestly, the things that God has taught me through these scriptures, I could have been teaching, I could teach on this for years. So we're now into Romans chapter 8 in verse 5. It says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. The term flesh here, for those of you who aren't uh, familiar with this, you know, this is Old English. And it's a term that we don't use a lot. When we talk about flesh, we're talking about like skin on our bones. That's not what the Bible's talking about. The Greek word for this is sarx, S-A-R-X. And it just, it means carnal. It means the flesh as, stri- uh, the, the flesh as stripped of skin. In other words, it's not talking about this, this epidermis. It's talking about your body and your soul combination. The part of you that has not yet been cashed in and changed by the power of God. Now they may be in the process of being changed. You could get a healing. You could be renewing your mind. You could have more joy than you had. But our body and our soul aren't saved. It's our spirit that has been changed. And the term flesh in the Bible is referring to this body and soul combination. The part that has not been renewed by the Holy Spirit. And it's a negative term. So it says, they that are after the flesh. Those that are just living as a physical human being. They aren't living out of the born again spirit. They that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit 
And this is a capital S. Na ye abo aba gobererumoyo bwobola byechigambecho moyo kirina o enene. But over in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 it says Na yate wobogenze mu bakolinse kisoka mukaga 10 musamva agamba See that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Ntoyo agatidwa e wamu ne mukama baba moyo mu. And, and it means the Greek word is hes, and it means a singular one to the exclusion of another. So, whatever is true of the Holy Spirit is true of your born again spirit. They are one. Like the fruit of the Spirit. Some people say that's what the Holy Spirit produces. Well, that's true, but it's also what your born-again spirit produces. Because you are one with the Holy Spirit. You are one spirit. Is what 1 Corinthians 6.17 says. So when this says... That they that are after the Spirit do mind the things of the Spirit. This is talking about if you are following and being controlled and led by the Holy Spirit. But it's also true to be saying if you are living out of your born again Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit and your born again Spirit are one. So they that are after the Spirit do mind the things of the Spirit. This is how you can tell if you are in the flesh or if you are in the Spirit. Where is your attention? If you are after the flesh, you, are, you will be thinking about just physical, natural things. Now, this needs a little interpretation because we live in a natural world. And you have to use your five senses. You know, if you're going to drive me to the airport, I don't want you to do it by faith. But if you are dominated to where all you can do is think of a physical answer. A physical way of dealing with things. If you get sick, if it's always medicine, if it's always doctors, and God is a last thought, that's carnal. That's after the flesh. I'm not saying that doctors and medicine are all wrong. I'm just saying that if that is your first choice, if you are dependent upon that, now you only use God as an escape. 
nga katonda omuletanga kalenti olemeredwe bidala byonna you're carnal chitegeza guba wa mubiri you're in the flesh oli mubiri you are minding the flesh you are focused upon the flesh chitegeza oba olowoza bya mubiri esira oboli tadde kubya mubiri most people only turn to god as a last resort kankubirire abantu abasinga bachukira katonda ngabamazo kulemererwe bidala byonna and that's because they are after the flesh and you can prove it because they turn to the flesh that's the first place they look it says in the next verse for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace did you know that the word carnally minded right here is that same Greek word sarx, S-A-R-X, and it's the same word that was translated flesh. If you are controlled by the flesh, the physical, the natural, if you always look to people, human things, natural things, instead of looking to God, you're carnal. And it says, to be carnally minded is death. It didn't say carnal mindedness tends towards death. It for some types of people it produces death. No. It's just like an equation. Carnal mindedness equals death. But spiritual mindedness equals life and peace. What is being spiritually minded? The Bible says in John chapter 6 verse 63 this is Jesus speaking and he says it's the spirit that quickens the flesh profiteth nothing The words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are alive. You don't want to know what being spiritually minded is? It's being word minded. That's what it is. The words that Jesus spoke, they are spirit and they are alive. So, to be carnally minded equals death. But to be spiritually minded, word minded, produces life and peace. You know, if you planted a garden, 
I don't have to be there when you planted the garden to see what you planted. All I got to do is be there when something grows. And I can tell you what you planted. Because you only have grow what it has been planted there. Either you planted it or through your neglect, you allowed something else to be planted there. And I know that there's people right now that you're offended and saying, well, you don't know what's going on. Yes, I do. I can tell by what's growing in your life. What's And there's people all the time come say, I've done everything the Bible says and nothing's working. That's just not true. The Word of God works. You just have to work it. And it takes more than just doing it, you know, once a week or once every once in a while or when you get your back against the wall. If all you do is stand on the Word of God, all you'll get is Word of God results. And so this brings up a teaching which again I probably have five or six albums. On this one thing. That just talks about as you think in your heart, that's the way that you are. Your life is going the direction of your dominant thought. If you are experiencing death or any form of death, discouragement, fear, poverty, insecurity, on and on. Any form of death. You have been carnally minded. You are reaping what you sow. You are thinking like just a mere human being. And as a result, you're going to have the results that a mere human being gets. But when you start thinking that, no, I can do all things through Christ. In my flesh, I may not be able to overcome this cancer, but man, through God, it is a piece of cake. For Jesus, it's no big deal. When you get that attitude, when you are spiritually minded, all you'll get is life and peace. It's a law. 
It's something that does not change. As you think in your heart, that's the way you are, Proverbs 23, 7. This says to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You can't be carnally minded and then pray for life and peace. No, you're going to reap what you sow. If you won't change, you've got to change the way you think. Not just pray and ask for a different results, but change the way you think. If you want the results that the Bible produces, take the seed of God's Word. Sow it into your heart. Meditate on it day and night. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest do according to all that is written therein. For then, when you've meditated in it day and night, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Boy, that's powerful. What I've said would change your life if you would take it to heart. In verse 7, it says, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. The word enmity means the enemy. The carnal mind is the enemy of God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Well, what is a carnal mind? Just go back up to verse 5. They that are after the flesh, and that word flesh there is the exact same word that was translated carnal. Those that are Carnal do mind the things of the flesh. What you see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. If you are controlled by the physical, natural realm and you can't perceive spiritual truth, you aren't going by the word of God. You're going by what the news says. 
nga togoberera chigambo cha kolochi cha chigamba wabulanga gwe esiroliteka kuma ulire chiche gagambie you're going by what your boss says you're going by what your neighbors say nga gochoteka kesira ye mukama wo chiche chagambie ye banange mulirwana wagambie atya you're carnal guchitegezuli wa mubiri and that is the enemy of god katwano chayogerako ntyo ye mulabe wakatonda it is stopping the power of god from operating in your life ntichiche chiziza amanyi gakatonda okubanga gakola mubula mubo it's awesome. I tell you, the things we're talking about here, I just... Kankubuli leba nange, evi ntubino bienjo gira kwa nubi amanyi, atikubanga bi amanyi dara. I want to move on, but this is so important, and this is where so many people are missing it. Njaga lukubanga ngenda mumaso nevi gambu vino, na yate mpuli didadaranga ninokubie teka kesira, kubanga abantu kilizaba singa, chino chibatalina, ila chibatalaba. The battle is in your mind. Orutalo banagiru nalwe mugama antituwa moyo, luwerulimundo woza yo. Verse 7, it says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. But it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Kubanga tegufugi wa mateka gakatonda, kubanga noku yinza teguga yinza. Naba habali mumubiri, teba yinza kusanyu sakatonda. Verse 9, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Olomuenda gamantina yemwe, temuli mumubiri, wabula mumoyo. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Wabanga dala, omoyo gwa katonda, atula mumwe. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Ntina yomu ntu wataba na moyo gwa kristu oyosiu let me just say that a Christian is in the Spirit. That is a positional truth. When you get born again, you are now in Christ Jesus. You are in the Spirit. But you can walk after the flesh. What that means is you can still sin. You can still get mad. You can still operate in fear. You can still be selfish. That's after the flesh, but your position is in Christ. So now, with that mind, look at this. It says, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. A Christian can't be in the flesh. They're after the flesh. You can walk after the flesh, but you are in Christ. The next verse, but you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit. So a Christian is in the spirit, but you could walk after the flesh. On the flip side of this, a person who doesn't 
know Jesus who hasn't been born again. Omuntu yenna atalukukangira tamanyu Kristo. Oyatawanga Kristo bulamuwe. You can't be in the spirit. You could be after the spirit. Omuntu oyo tasobola kubera mu moyo, asobola okutambula okugoberera omoyo. You might do some good things. Erosobolokola yebintu ebirungi munnange. You might even go to church. Oswa munne no kugenda mu kanisa. Can learn that you're supposed to forgive somebody. Ereba yinzo kuyigiza yonti oyino kubako gwosonywa. And you could do something good but that's after the spirit atira kati osobola okola yone ebintu ebirungi nebyo na nga obikola kubanga ogoberera omoyo you aren't in the spirit until you get born again Boy, that's big. And again, I could amplify on this. This is a major deal. And the book of Romans chapter 8, this is a major key to unlocking this. When you are in Christ, you are now in the Spirit. But you can walk after the flesh. If you aren't in Christ, if you haven't been born again, if you are still trusting in yourself, then you are in the flesh. And they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You have to be born again. You have to change your nature. And you can't change it on your own. You just have to come to the Lord. And let him change your heart. Man, that's awesome. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Somebody says, well, I just don't know if I have the spirit of God. It goes on to say, now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. When you get born again, it is not just your spirit got changed and so here's God's spirit and it's awesome and it's holy and here's your little spirit down here. And it's a little bit like God, but it is so inferior. No. It is the Spirit of Christ that came into your heart. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. The Greek word is hes, H-E-I-S, and it means a singular one to the exclusion of another. Your spirit is identical to Jesus' spirit. Because it is the spirit of the Lord Jesus 
that's been sent into your heart. Kubanga moyo wa Kristu Yesu yeyasindikiwa mumutima gugungu ulokose. Let me just read this to you out of Galatians chapter 4. Chino kanchiba somere wanumuwagalatia nya. It says... Um, in verse 6, Galatians 4, 6, And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts. Crying, Abba, Father. It is the Spirit of His Son. Your born-again Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If you are born again, you have Christ living on the inside of you. Paul said in, Philippians, in uh, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Ne Paulo ya gama mbagalati ya bili abili, inti nakumero wa mune kristu, na ye ndi muramu, siku wangi na tei, na yo kristu ye muramu muze. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Nti robu na muwe nina kakano mumubili, mbulina ruwa kukiriza kwa mwana wakatonda, e yanja gala ne ye wayo kuruangi. It's not us anymore, it's God sent forth his spirit into our hearts. On the inside, you are brand new. You are a new creation. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Some translations say a new creation, a new species of being. That never existed before. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You are completely brand new in your spirit. And the rest of the Christian life is taking what has already taken place in your spirit. Renewing your mind with it and letting it dominate your actions and your thoughts. And when you do that, you will experience this supernatural life of God. In verse 10, it says, And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Sin caused our bodies to be corrupted. Caused our mind to be corrupted. And that's what the Bible here is calling your flesh. And if you are in the flesh, you can't please God. You've got to please God through faith. 
katonda omusanyusa mungeri yemu yoka ya kuita mkukiriza. Without faith it's impossible to please him. Hebrews 11:6. E watali kukiriza tusobola kubanga osanyusa katonda abebulani ya 10 mukaga. It's through the spirit that you have to relate to God. O inakuita mumoyo eyaloko kagwo kubanga okwatagana ne katonda. So again verse 10 and if Christ be in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, which he does if you are born again, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Ultimately, the ultimate quickening, the word quicken means to make alive. Is when we Either the Lord comes and we go to meet him in the air or at the second coming of the Lord and we are going to be resurrected. When we get to heaven, we will be quick and that'll be the perfect, complete, full manifestation of this. But you can experience this to the degree that you renew your mind. And you can experience it right now on this earth. Man, I couldn't tell you how many people, hundreds of people that I've prayed with who had cancer. We have people right here on our staff that have been miraculously healed of cancer. So, the ultimate of this verse is when we get to heaven. We are going to have a glorified body that won't even be subject to sickness. He's going to quicken our mortal body, but it will happen here in this life to the degree that we renew our mind. You can be healed, you can have joy, you can have peace, you can be delivered of anything. Verse 12, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. Again, the word flesh. Here isn't talking about the skin on your body. It's talking about to our own abilities. Our own strength, our own wisdom. We are debtors to the Spirit. It's the Spirit that quickens. 
kubanja elio moyo kubango moyo ya wobulam it's the spirit that gives us life o moyo ya zukiza the spirit is what makes everything else work o moyo o moyo ya letabu chimucho na okola no recho so we should live after the spirit and not after the flesh tuteke dua okubeda o nga tugobeda o moyo so so mubiri verse 13 for if you live after the flesh ye shall die muno kuminesa tu agamatu kubanga babuna agobeda ango mubiri mugenda kufa but if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body you shall live mtinaebu muna afisa angebi kurebio mubiri oromoyo muliba baramu oh man this is powerful like this this is so this is so awesome so powerful manange chino chamanya atichirunji dala that just Speaking about it for just a moment here doesn't really do it justice. Man, this is so powerful that we are debtors to the Spirit. The only hope of victory that we have is through the Spirit. So therefore, we ought to be focused on the Spirit. Which again, Jesus said in John 6, 63, the words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit and they are alive. We ought to be focused on the Word of God. We ought to be renewing our mind day and night. And yet we are carnally minded. We are focused on things that are of the flesh, things that are of the natural. And we cannot please God doing that. We should be just living for the Lord and focused on God. If we live after the flesh, we shall die, not just ultimately physical death. Where we go to be with the Lord, but we will experience depression, discouragement, poverty, etc. But if through the Spirit we mortify the deeds of the flesh, the word mortify means to put to death. We need to be denying our flesh. Most people are heaping all kinds of things on their flesh. They're indulging their flesh. They are satisfying every whim. You know, all you have to, all most people have to do is turn sideways and look in a mirror and you can tell that you've indulged your flesh. You don't get fat any other way than to indulge your flesh. And I know that there's people, oh no, it's my genes, you don't understand, no. It's because we've indulged ourselves, we haven't mortified ourselves. If you quit eating, you'll lose weight. 
obanango kuliakuza oje kubanga uvako omugejjoko and if you decrease your eating you'll lose weight atera singo kendeza nebyolia eroja kwekanga nga omugejjoko kufudeko we need to mortify the deeds of the flesh it says for as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God again there is a there's a whole message there's a whole series in that one verse man we need to be led by the Spirit of God. Verse 15, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Did you know Abba was a term of familiarity. It would be similar to what we call daddy today. It's a term of endearment. Not everybody has access to that term. But this says that God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our heart, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Daddy, Father. A term of endearment, of intimacy. Again, we could meditate and minister on this for a long time. But most of us aren't enjoying this kind of a relationship with God because of condemnation. Because we are living under the law. Because we think God is dealing with us based on our performance instead of Jesus' performance. Boy, there's great truths there. In verse 16, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Man, this is awesome. I just had a person ask me yesterday, how do you know if you're born again? This right here says, the Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. When you get born again, you have a witness, you have a knowledge, an understanding, an assurance on the inside. Now that's not to say that it's perfect. And that's not to say that you can't believe a lie and be deceived and fall into doubt 
stuff like that. But generally speaking, overall, when you get born again, there is a witness. In your heart, it's always there if you're truly born again, but you can't deaden yourself to it. The key is not to deaden ourselves, but to assure our hearts. To receive this and minister this assurance to us. In verse 17, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we have suffered with him that we may be also glorified together. Again, there is so much here I could spend days on all of this. But man, we are not just a heir of Christ. We are a joint heir. You know, if you have a joint checking account, that means that it takes two people's signature. The husband and the wife, or if you're in a business, you could have multiple signatures. Then you have to have all of those signatures in order to cash a check. You know, this is a safeguard. We now are joint heirs with him and that means that it takes two people to sign this check. We can never, I don't care how much you sin, how, how much you turn away from God and turn things over to the devil. It takes two signatures and Jesus is never going to sign things over to the devil. He will remain holy. So this is a safeguard. You will never lose everything the way that Adam lost everything. Because Jesus is our chief guarantor and he has to sign with us and he won't sign with you and allow the devil to dominate you. But the drawback to this is that Jesus has already signed all of these things that belong to you. 
healing, prosperity. But if you don't sign it, if you get into doubt and unbelief, you can void, you can make what Christ has done of no effect. In your life, that's what it says in uh, Galatians chapter 5 verses 3 through 5. Christ is made of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. So we are a joint heir with Christ. That's a wonderful thing, but it also puts a responsibility on us to renew our mind. Man, that's powerful. It goes on to say in verse um, 18, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Notice it didn't say the glory which shall be revealed to us. But it's the glory which shall be revealed in us. Right now you have the glory of God in you if you are born again. It's not out there. It's in you. And somebody looks in the mirror and says, I don't see it. It's not in your flesh. It's not in your mind. It's in your spirit. You can't see or feel it. But according to the word of God, it's there. And it's going to be revealed in us. And once we get to heaven and see this and see what God has done for us and we get a full revelation, all of the things that we've suffered here on this planet are going to be nothing in comparison. Compensation is going to be so great, it'll be like a tsunami. Overwhelming a little tiny tree on the beach. There's, I mean, whatever problems that you've had, people that have been through the Holocaust, People that have been raped and plundered. Terrible as all of those things are, God's glory in heaven is going to be so great that in the book of Revelation it says the former things will never come to mind. 
Iranga e, mchitabo choku wikulirwa Wagambi nanti ebintu yo nebikade Tebigena na kujita mundo uza yo We are going to be so compensated Kubanga nkubele tugena kubanga tudizi wawo God's love is going to be revealed Ukwagala kwa katonda kugenda kubanga kubikulirwa In us to such a degree Mufe okutuka kuchigera That it's like everything we've suffered Whatever it is Mchigenda kubanga mulichintu chona chetuabo na abona chona chonyizo kuroozako. You may think it's terrible. How could how could a person ever get over this? Guinzo kubango inacholoza nuga banange chinunga chinene nyu umuntu ainza kuchivuno katia. Heaven is going to be so awesome. Eguli genda kubadunji nyu. That all of the things we've suffered down here are not even worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. Tukirizanti owele duwa nyo mkisa okuita mkisome sewa kuno. Wabango ya gara tusabeko nawe, oboli na echibu uzocho na, oboli nobu julizi kwecho katonda chakozo kuita kuprogramu eno. Tukubile koo kunamba za simu zino wa manga. 0-0-0-3-3-0-0-0-0 Ngambie, eri 0-0-0-3-3-0-0-0-0 Oba, 0-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-3-